It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Jackson Gatlin here, host of the Monday edition Locked On NBA podcast. Every Monday, I cover the three biggest stories in the NBA with the local experts from Locked On. It's an awesome recap of the weekend of the NBA and a look at what's ahead. Mark your calendars on Monday to join me for Locked On NBA podcast, available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. You are Locked On Thunder, your daily Oklahoma City Thunder podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. From the 12th floor, 50-pin place in Oklahoma City, Oklahoma, welcome to the Locked On Thunder podcast Tuesday episode, yay, 828, that is the date, wow, that was about as cheesy as you can get, so let's just say August 28th is the date and we are recording this at about 3.50 p.m. Central Standard Time and whenever you happen to be making us a part of your day, we thank you very much. I am your gracious and humble host, Eric G. And coming up on today's Locked on Thunder, I get to agree with a national talk show host and it's always fun when I get to do that. Now, I could say rip. I could say this guy's going to feel my wrath. But when you are saying, when you, look, when you decide that you're going to criticize somebody or you decide that you're going to rip them or whatever, those words have to have weight to that person in order for them to be effective. If not, you're just, you're, you're blowing smoke for the sake of blowing smoke and you're showing your ass just to, to prove to people that you can talk tough. Well, that's... It's the way I used to roll back many, many years ago. It's not the way I roll now, and I don't know that Mitch Lawrence really cares that I'm going to disagree with him, so I'm going to disagree with Mitch Lawrence. Coming up in segment number one, and I'll tell you why. It's There is more pressure to win a championship in Oklahoma City, or there will be more pressure to win a championship in Oklahoma City than there will with the Lakers for the foreseeable future. That is segment number one. Segment number two, Nerlens Noel sends out a tweet. He's working out within his canter. That's good for many reasons, so we'll discuss that. Plus, why one of Steven Adams' ex-teammates, and I bet you can guess which one I'm talking about, is going to overshadow what should be the year of Steven Adams, and then we wrap things up today talking about mental health and the NBA and what happened down in Jacksonville, Florida. But we're going to put a positive spin on this and kind of let you see that silver lining in what is a very dark cloud because with the NBA being at the forefront now of mental health and not keeping it in the dark, there's a chance they could really change things for the better. And I don't believe that I'm overselling what the association could do here over the next few years. My name's Eric G, and I work for iHeartMedia here in Oklahoma City. I'm a contributor to News Radio 1000 KTOK and 1340 The Game, and they're nice enough to let us use their studios to do this podcast every day. And I will also be co-hosting an upcoming Thunder pregame show with Randy Renner, maybe, possibly, during the Thunder basketball season, which I'm very excited about, and I hope that uh, you will come down and see us wherever we happen to be broadcasting. I've been covering the Thunder for five years. I'm a credentialed member of the media. Thunder Digest allows me access to their Twitter account so I can post Locked on Thunder. And uh, what else? I get audio from players and coaches. I post that on the website and try and bring you as much insight and entertainment as possible and do it in the way that I know how to do it. 
versus maybe the way some others would do it. So I thank you so much for supporting Locked on Thunder. And now we jump into segment number one here on LOT. And Mitch Lawrence of SiriusXM is completely off his rocker. Okay, I say that. Again, going back to segment number one, this has got to have weight to Mitch Lawrence in order for him to really think that he is off his rocker. So let's just say this. Mitch Lawrence, I strongly disagree with what you had to say were the reasons that Paul George decided not to go to Los Angeles and stay here in Oklahoma City. Paul George came out and admitted, or I said, yeah. re- should say revealed, that yeah. the Lakers were very angry that he couldn't get a meeting. Why didn't he go to L.A.? I don't think he wanted the pressure. That's what I was thinking. I think, I, Frank, he's played college ball in Fresno. He's played in Indiana, Indianapolis. You and I have been there. And he's played in Oklahoma City. You and I have been there. And those places, there is no way the pressure there is the same as when you walk into the Lakers and there are banners hanging. And now you're with LeBron James and you have to produce and win titles. I don't think he wanted that. First of all, there's pressure everywhere you go in the association. It's just a matter of what kind of pressure it is based on the organization's history, what the current roster is, where the expectations are set for any particular year, and who's healthy, who's not healthy. You just It's all pressure, and it starts from the top down. So to say that there's more pressure in L.A. than there is in Oklahoma City is a farce. Second, let's talk about the Los Angeles Lakers and the way way that they are constructed right now. Even if Paul George had gone to the Lakers and San Antonio still traded Kawhi Leonard to Toronto, which I have to think that they would, and you had LeBron and Paul the Big Two and you still surrounded them with the type of players that LeBron James is surrounding now or surrounded now, no sane Laker fan is going to expect that team to win a championship. They're they're not because they can't because that team is not going to be good enough to beat Golden State in seven games, and that team's probably not going to be good enough to beat Houston in seven games. So I don't see pressure being a, a factor here. And playing with LeBron James, while it might be tough, do you think playing with Russell Westbrook's easy? Russell Westbrook's a guy that is often criticized that he runs players, he berates guys. Now his current teammates will dispute that. But playing for Russ isn't exactly the easiest of tasks, or playing playing besides Russ isn't exactly the easiest of tasks. And it ran off a guy like Kevin Durant. And it could have run off a guy like Paul George, But by coming back to Oklahoma City, Paul George shows that he's got some will and some testicular fortitude to handle playing next to a guy that demands excellence. Even if the Thunder's expectations, and let's just say right now that the Thunder's expectations aren't to win a championship. Russell Westbrook's are. Russell Westbrook's expectations are that you're going to be at your absolute best every night for 82 games, and that you're not going to take a night off because he's not going to take a night off. That is the biggest type A personality that the NBA has, and that's not exactly a cushy situation to put yourself into because you're right in the firing line. And anytime Russell Westbrook gets a sense that Paul George or anybody else on the Thunder are taking a night off, man, he's going to let him have it. 
And, and, and I can't think of anybody in the NBA I would want less in my ear and on my butt than Russell Westbrook when he decides that you're just not doing what's good enough for the team in order for them to win. The other thing that I will say with Oklahoma City is since they are built better than the Los Angeles Lakers right now, the Lakers may have the best player in the NBA, but there is absolutely no doubt the core of the Thunder is much better than the core of the Lakers, and the Thunder are going to be better than the Lakers this year, and maybe for the foreseeable future if Kawhi Leonard decides that he is not going to sign. Well, there's going to be some big-time pressure from this fan base to get over the hump and beat Golden State. And it's not just it's not just limited to Paul George. It's Sam Presti. It's Russell Westbrook. It's Billy Donovan. There's major pressure, especially on Billy. Think about being, being Billy Donovan. Who would you rather be this year if you were just talking about pressure? Billy Donovan or Luke Walton? Luke Walton, you might hear from LeVar Ball, but he has absolutely zero outcome on your future. Now, we know LeBron James has a tendency to decide to pull chains when he wants to change a coach, and he may very well do that to Jeannie Buss and tell tell her that Luke Walton is not the guy and Luke Walton's on his way out. But by the same token, Billy Donovan is now in his fourth season with the Oklahoma City Thunder, and he has a roster that is pretty much the same as it was last year, for the exception of not having Carmelo Anthony. The worst Billy Donovan can do this year for the Oklahoma City Thunder is finish fourth in the West, and you have to make it to the second round of the playoffs, and we know that that is not guaranteed. We saw a Thunder roster that you could argue was better than this past year's roster not be able to get past the likes of Utah. There is major pressure here in Oklahoma City. And for anyone not to think that there's pressure in Oklahoma City and that you don't have a fan base that's just itching for a chance to stick it to Golden State and everybody else, you would be completely amiss. Because of the, and that just tells me that you haven't been down here, you haven't talked to these fans, and you haven't lived it day to day the way that we do. These fans are hungry for a championship. Is it a spoiled fan base? Yeah. It, it, it certainly is. And I've said over and over again that the Thunder haven't, they haven't been here 20 years and it's too young a franchise and too young a fan base for some people to be as miserable as they are, but there's pressure. There is definitely pressure. And if the Lakers can't show this year that they're going to be wholly improved from where they were last year, which actually, I mean, the Lakers should. The Lakers should make the playoffs with LeBron James. But beyond that, it's all gravy. And then it's up to Kawhi Leonard coming there. And then maybe there's pressure. But even then, anybody that watches the NBA is a team with Kawhi Leonard and LeBron James better than a team with Paul George and Russell Westbrook. I'm inclined to say no right now. Even though Kawhi Leonard is younger than both Paul George and Russell Westbrook, I still like Russ and Paul George better than LeBron and Kawhi because I don't know where LeBron's mindset is right now. And I don't think LeBron James is necessarily hungry to win championships as much as he is just looking towards the future and for life after basketball. And L.A. is going to be the easiest place to do that. This is the Locked on Thunder podcast. And coming up next, we'll talk about Ennis Canner and why he's going to steal Stephen Adams' light in what should be the year of Stephen Adams. It's all right here on LOT.
NBA playoffs are right around the corner, and Locked On NBA is here daily to keep you caught up with all the late season drama. Every Monday, Jackson Gatlin rounds up the three biggest stories around the league, helping to break down the NBA playoffs. Mark your calendars to listen to Locked On NBA every Monday to be up to date. Locked On NBA, available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. You're listening to the Locked On Thunder Podcast. I am Eric G. For everything sports, it's your one-stop shop. Just go to LockedOnSports.com. It's where all the Locked On Podcasts are held. It's all part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Plus, all our Locked On Podcasts are available at Apple iTunes, Alexa, Google, and Spotify. Just go punch in the words Locked On, and they'll pull up a plethora of podcasts. So everything that suits your taste. It's all right here via the Locked On Podcast Network, your one-stop shop for sports. And please don't forget to follow us at Locked On Twitter and check out our website at LockedOnThunder.com. Congratulations to Nerlens Noel. He knows how to play the PR game. Sending out a tweet of him working out within his canter to try and show everybody that he's healthy, get the fans excited. And, And for as great as that is... It'll it'll be up to management to decide whether or not and and just how healthy Nerlens Noel is. Of course, you want to get the fans excited, but it's management and your teammates that you have to to impress. And you know the many question marks that the Oklahoma City Thunder have this year. This is one I'm excited to see. I, I am anxious to see what Nerlens Noel gives as a backup to Steven Adams, especially since the Thunder over the past couple of years go to be stacked in the front court to now really thin in the front court. I, I'm hoping Nerlens Noel can be just healthy enough to play meaningful minutes and spill Steven Adams whenever whenever he needs a rest. I don't know. Like I don't have a set amount of rebounds or points that I believe Nerlens Noel needs to get you night in, night out. It's more just a set of minutes. And I would like to see at least 13. It, it, and I feel like I'm being generous by saying 13. Because it seems, for some reason, it seems like that's on the light side. But I also think the Thunder are in a situation where they like to go as small as possible as they can sometimes, depending on the matchups. And you know, maybe I don't want to see Nerlens Noel out there against Golden State, but most nights I want to see this guy come out and give you at least 13 minutes off the bench and give Stephen Adams an, an, an opportunity to catch his breath. Speaking speaking of Stephen Adams and speaking of Ennis Canner, both of whom have been mentioned in the, already in this segment of the show, Ennis Canner is just going to completely overshadow Stephen Adams this year. And it's sad. It's 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 sad, but it's a it's a good thing because Ennis Canner is still in everybody's mind. Ennis Canner is still a member of the Oklahoma City Thunder. Even if he's a Nick, he's always going to be a Thunder, and we're always going to want him back in Oklahoma City. And you get the feeling that it's it, the the that feeling is mutual. You get the feeling that it's vice versa as well. There, I can talk. I swear I can today. Anyway. This was supposed to be Steven Adams' breakout year, not just from a points and rebounds standpoint, which I expect, but more from a popularity standpoint because he's written his biography and he's given us some great insight into his life. He's he's had the, the comic book come out and the Thunder have an opportunity to market him, not just to Oklahoma City, but around the NBA as this larger-than-life kind of comic book character 
that younger fans can kind of drop, you know, younger fans can drop money on and, and get on his bandwagon and start to wear his jersey. And I wildly predicted that you would see more Adams jerseys in arenas this year than than maybe you had in the past from kids who didn't even grow up or aren't growing up in Oklahoma City, but they're learning how to root for this guy just because he's he's Steven Adams and he's a great personality. Well, here comes Ennis Canner. And Ennis Canner will talk to you on any topic. He will give you an opinion. He's not shy from going on any talk show in America, be it sports-related or not. And not to mention, he's just got this gregarious personality and this big smile. And people are falling in love with Ennis Canner. They want him. They want to hear about his time in Oklahoma City. They want to hear about his thoughts on Turkish politics. They might even want to go into religion and world peace. And Cantor is so worldly and will give you an answer on everything. And if he doesn't have an answer, he'll come up with something to at least pacify you to let you know that he's at least thinking about it. And with that, being in New York, the biggest market, his popularity is only going to grow. And I think, unfortunately, for Steven Adams, at least for me, unfortunately, I wanted to see Adams become that guy this year. But Canner's going to eclipse him in that realm. And I'm pretty sure that, that, that Steven Adams is okay with it because he's a guy that, for the most part, just wants to play basketball, live his life. And if he's the most popular guy on the face of the earth, great. And if he's not, he could care less. And I also believe that Steven Adams would be very happy for Ennis Canner the more popular he gets and the more money he's able to make from his popularity. This is the Locked on Thunder podcast. Coming up next, what the NBA is going to be at the forefront of that is drastically going to change America. That's next on the Locked on Thunder podcast. The NBA playoffs are right around the corner and Locked on NBA is here daily to keep you caught up with all the late season drama. Every Monday, Jackson Gatlin rounds up the three biggest stories around the league, helping to break down the NBA playoffs. Mark your calendars to listen to Locked On NBA every Monday to be up to date. Locked On NBA, available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. You want podcasts? We have them at LockedOnSports.com. All the Locked On podcasts are housed there, as well as Spotify, Apple iTunes, Google, and Alexa. Just about any place you go, you have access to the Locked On Podcast Network. It's the biggest stories every day by local experts who cover these teams. It's the Locked On Podcast Network, available at LockedOnSports.com. And, of course, the Locked On Thunder Podcast is available at LockedOnSports.com and LockedOnThunder.com. One of the biggest stories that the NBA has a chance to really take ownership of over these next few months, few years in fact, is mental health. And what happened in Jacksonville at the Madden tournament brought this subject right back to the forefront. As well as it should bring it right back to the forefront. And the more you have people like Paul Pierce and Kevin Love coming out saying that they struggle with mental health issues, the more it it takes the stigma away from it, the more they're willing to speak about it. And, and I, for one, don't have any issue at all 
if owners want the mental health records of the players that they're thinking about drafting or the players that they are thinking about bringing in, if and only if you get access to those records like you would any other health issue that that guys are having, you do not use it against them as far as your negotiation tactics and as far as whether or not you're, you're deciding to keep a guy on a team or not keep a guy on a team. If you're bringing in a guy who suffers from depression or anxiety or any other sort of mental health issue, then you get those records, then it should be on you to make sure that whatever that player needs is completely provided for him. Not only negotiated by the union, but by the agent, by the family physician, whoever, then I'm all for it. What scares me is if the owners get a hold of these records, is they'll do what I just talked about. Then it becomes a negotiation tool. Then it becomes, do we want this guy in the locker room? Then it becomes, hey, what's this guy real, really dealing with? And the thing about mental health is it usually affects somebody. Even if it's not you, there's generally somebody in your family that suffers from some mental health issue. And it's just like anything else. If you're getting the help, you're going to be okay. And that's the other thing. If you're willing to help a guy, then by all means, get access to the records, every single record you want. And it should be something that the Players Association are open to. But the minute they get skeptical, I say shut those talks down. But the more the NBA talks about this, the more they keep putting it there in people's face and on social media and with PSAs, public service announcements, commercials, whatever, the more you can start to bring an understanding and the more not only do the walls come down in society, but they start to come down in other sports and we realize this is an issue just like anything else that we have to deal with in society. And and the great thing about covering the NBA and the great thing about the association is they've always leapt ahead compared to other leagues. And here's just one more example of it. This is the Locked on Thunder podcast. I'm Eric G. We will be back tomorrow. Thank you so much for listening to us today. And until tomorrow, everybody love everybody. Or is it everyone love everyone? Nah, we'll go with everybody love everybody. E-L-E. And peace, love, and thunder up. You are Locked on Thunder, your daily Oklahoma City Thunder podcast. Part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey, Prime members, you can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.